gotcha, bitch. Gotcha, bitch. Bitch, bitch, bitch. Gotcha. Yeah, it's uh, the only thing I'm good at in life <laughs> is belittling others. And it's not everyone's like, oh, you make fun of others to make yourself feel good about yourself. I'm like, no, it makes me feel no different. It just uh, it's funny to watch them feel worse. Oh, it absolutely is. It's it's believe me, like we, we I guess it in out the there. sense of like the theory of relativity, it is true then that I do feel better in the sense that someone else's value has gone down. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, but for my position, it, it did not increase nor decrease. Well, I think that's because it's spread out amongst everybody else who gets to view it. It's like the laws of thermodynamics. You, you can't catch all Hell of it. Yeah. It's, just, it's just out there in the ether. Yeah, this is a science podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Trash Talks. Joining me this week, my friend on Twitter. The most dangerous thing you've ever seen in your whole life. El Popo. What up? What up? <laughs> oh, shit. So, um, you're, you're, you're a little notorious on the spaces. You, uh... What? Yeah. <laughs> You're, uh, I, I wouldn't know exactly how to describe you, but, uh, you definitely stir the pot. You get out there and, uh, poke the bear online. Would you would call it trolling? I would describe myself as an internet gangster and I'm just patrolling the block dog. Oh yeah. And, uh, t- yeah. Tell the guests a little, uh, little bit else about you. You, um, got your own show. I uh, swing seven inches. I, uh, am a white male. I grew up Catholic as a child, but uh, I went Reddit as a teenager, and then now I'm just a Twitter user, and uh, I drive a Mini Cooper. It's a forest green color. You know, it's manual stick shift. It's 2016. It's got a turbo. It's got the S badge on it, so it's got a turbo. I'm a Linux user. I'm on Arch Linux. You know, I got Gen 2 on a what else? I mean, that should be everything. No, that was very detailed. I'm like, thank you. That's exactly what we're looking for here. I have blood type. I, bl- I think it's uh, it's uh, it's not O. I know I'm not O. I think it's A positive. Well, you don't sound positive, so yeah, I'm not. I'm not certain. Oh. So it's not A certain. What's the one you can just get everything? O positive. Uh, no, I think. The one you can get everything is AB negative. AB negative. That's just slut blood. Nobody wants that. Yeah, for real. But the one who can who can donate to everyone is O positive, I believe, or O negative. It's one of the O's. Wait. It's a universal giver. So O is probably more like slut. AB is like. And most people victim. have O as well. It's the majority blood type. Really? I'm a blood scientist in my day job. Hey, shit. That's that's impressive, man. Between driving the manual, I mean, and getting blood, that must be a busy day. 
Yeah. No, I used to donate plasma, so <laughs> that's how I know. I, You know what's funny is I have the voice of someone who you could probably have guessed has donated plasma more than five times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if, you, if you learned my voice, you'd probably be like, you know, I bet that dude's definitely been inside a plasma center. Sounds you like know, a quick cash kind of guy. A, a, for a couple weeks running once in his life i, I guarantee you yeah and then man. i bet he used the money to go to kroger and buy cigarettes <laughs> oh shit so uh you had to go to kroger to cash the little things they would give you oh <laughs> is that is that seriously a thing that you would have to go to kroger or is this, is this part it's, of an this is the bit? nearest place that facilitated this transaction yeah you can tell this is you can tell this is a real thing you got too many details Plus, I would also get pasta and one of those meat logs of ground beef and go home and make spaghetti. And I could make that bitch last for like two or three days, dude. Is that like a, getting the blood sugar back after the donation? Or yeah, just, hell just a yeah. Meal? Oh, and it's really cheap. It's really easy. It's, it's, it, back then, dude, it only cost the meat log was two ninety nine, right? Imagine that for a pound. You yeah. get a pound of it. Not today. Two ninety nine. It was shit and beef though. It was like seventy percent, and then uh, the spaghetti was, a, you know, fifty nine cents, and then the sauce was like two or three dollars. So that's you're looking at six or seven dollars, and you could eat. You know, you got leftovers for the next day or two. Yeah, seriously, that's all about to go up too. You hear like it's like twenty five percent of the wheat over in Ukraine and Russia right now. So. Yeah, that's about to be the next thing on the list of food shortage or whatever. You know, you know my favorite news article to read about Russia what? has been, it's every week, every single week they've done one. It's experts say Russia has 10 days left or it's going to, army's going to be completely run out of everything and they got to quit. And then that article came out like day three of the invasion and then they've been running that every 10 days. And I'm like, dog, you guys are fucking wrong every time. It's been, how long is this? They've, Russia's been in Ukraine for almost a whole year now, right? Um, I mean, they, it was 2014, they, 15 when they entered the Donbass, but. No, I'm talking about when they started, when Zelensky was giving out Reddit gold on TV. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, they've, they've basically been involved in some portion of it for a while. So yeah, at any point, no, it's been like two months and then, but every week yeah. that you see a fucking thing, it says, Oh, Russia's army has 10 days left before they have to, uh, before they attire and must retreat. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the most recent, yeah. The most recent thing was only like since yeah February or something, but, uh, yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Like if you if you look at side by side reports, they'll just talk about how they haven't even used one percent of what they have available, and then that article is just going to exist nearby it. Like it's really stupid, and it's obvious war propaganda. Yeah, it's. Uh, now my uh, favorite war propaganda though we just covered on the on the main show. Uh, they're now putting out there that Putin bathes in blood, and I'm just like, know. this is the fakest fucking thing I've ever heard. You know, maybe. That's maybe exactly the conclusion we came to. We said, you know, maybe. Maybe? What the? Oh, man. So uh, you got basically a Patreon exclusive show. I'm uh, really, really impressed with your uh, 
ability to uh, gather an audience while barely putting out there because, boy, are we just throwing this to the winds and getting no traction. Well, what happened was it didn't start that way. It started as we were Spotify exclusive. I signed a deal with Spotify. It was with Joe Rogan. Me and him were on the same deal. And no one ever mentions that in the stories, but it was true. And so me and Joe Rogan were both getting paid a ton just to do Spotify only. And uh, it was also easier to track the metrics. And then so we got messaged by like a handful of people like, you guys should do, is there a way we can donate to you guys? You guys should do a Patreon. And we're like, at first, I mean, we're like, no, dude. Uh, there, well, first, no, there's no way you can donate to us for just talking shit. But then we thought about the Patreon and we go, you know, that's actually, it, it's not so much of a money thing, but it is a barrier of entry to people who could be bad actors to us and what record what we say or listen to our shit. So it, uh, it exists as, you know, a barrier of, of entry to the public. Oh yeah, I see. I, I I'm doing the same thing with my Patreon, except I just hide the old episodes behind that barrier. And uh, as I go forward, I'm usually comfortable with what I said in the week. And then after a couple months, I'm like, "Yeah, that should go away." And then that goes behind the paywall. So you know, first opportunity to uh, expose myself. But yeah, after I that, mean, that's the way I see it too. But uh, my other guests are very skeptical. Yeah, they they take their their opsec very seriously. I don't blame them though. Oh, man, actually, speaking of your other co-host right now, uh, I'm not doing video, but I got on the I Hate the Antichrist shirt from uh, Buddy Neocon Remover. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Repping the gear. Thought it would be a good Damn, idea. I never I never got that shirt. He already took the store down. I never. I wanted to get that shirt so bad. Oh, this is an exclusive now. Oh, hell yeah. Stock just went Yeah, up. it is. Yeah, you've got to. Oh, well, here's the thing. I got. How long have you owned that shirt? Uh months i i couldn't say how many definitely since is last it, summer so is it is still in good condition uh yeah yeah fairly good condition like after the first wash it went down a little bit it stayed at that level after that i had one well i got on um, the information warfare one i guess the i hate the antichrist one is better because it's one big picture right yeah the information warfare one because i got the murray rothbard one too and it's one big picture it's in good condition but the information warfare one, it's only thin lines. So uh, there is no big picture. And it's all t- it's either text or just a thin line, which text is also just thin lines. Yeah. So that shirt's pretty much completely black <laughs> right now. I like wearing it. So it gets washed a lot. gets worn a lot. I, I loved wearing it, dude, because it's a sick-ass shirt. Absolutely. But shirt quality fucking sucks dick. And... uh it's a black shirt that I own now. <laughs> yeah, these are like oh, here and now. Something things. I need, another fucking black shirt. <laughs> oh, you're you're an all black guy too? Yeah. A little adult uh adult post goth phase. Yeah, I'm I'm same guy. Same guy. Yes, same with sweatpants, dude. Black sweatpants, black jacket. And then I will go to work and I got black boots on, dude. I got a goth aesthetic going. Are you and outside? Like looking at me? What the fuck? <laughs> and then oh I got orange or it's not orange, but it's a fucking neon yellow safety vest it really fucks up my goth aesthetic dude you were really gonna throw me off if you said i got a neon orange hoodie like dude are we the same guy (laughs) no no i got a black jacket though rain it's like a rain outside shell jacket but it's like a warm coat kind of 
well, obviously we share a similar aesthetic between these t-shirts and the rest of our uh, wardrobe. Because if you wear too many other colors, it's not that, look, that's the thing, is other fucking stupid old Redditors go, oh, fellas, is it gay to wear color? Like, to mock us, like, that we think if you wear a lot of colors and make you gay. That's not it. The problem is if you do wear, like, a bunch of this different color stuff, you do look gay. <laughs> But that's that's part of the uh, the charm, right? It's but it's a different kind of gay. Yeah, it's not the gay they're talking about. Yeah, it's, so it's, I don't. I do got some clothes with other colors. Like I got a baby blue shirt. It's a from the fencing company that I used to work next to. They were good friends of mine, and uh, so they give me shirts all the time. I like that shirt. That's an elite shirt. But I wear it with fucking black sweatpants. I'm not wearing it with jeans. Yeah. You know, that would look weird. That's too much kind of blue going on, dude. I don't want to seem like a blue guy. Yeah, the only time I ever uh, do more. Yeah, it's usually all black and then one uh, accent color, which uh, I thought was going to sound less gay than it coming out. But um, yeah, it's that. And uh, the only other time I wear a solid color, I got the solid red pants, solid red sweatshirt, a MAGA hat, and uh, I got these uh, 2020 uh, New Year's Eve glasses that are red and i mean i just go right. full red but that's just that's just trying to start shit like i, I live in massachusetts you know, i just go out on the street with that you know what i just now thought of it'd be funny what? is if someone got the year some those year glasses the 2022 glasses 2020 glasses and they made them prescription glasses and then you had to wear <laughs> them every single fucking day like, yeah i think <laughs> i've got to come up with a way to do that I got to make, damn, that's going to be hard, but I wonder how dedicated I could be to that bit and just be wearing, like, I wonder if I would be in April still wearing my 2022 <laughs> prescription glasses. Like transition lenses and shit, like really step it up. Uh, no, not even that. Cause you, that would be fucking playing into it or it would too much like you're making a goof of it i'm talking about a guy who's seriously wearing he's made into his 2022 glasses a power user glasses like a guy who's talking to his boss like trying to explain that you know, the reports are coming he just needs he needs an extension on the deadline in 2020 glasses <laughs> sir by the time you know i'm gonna get in that extension before i got another set of glasses on let me put it that way <laughs> Oh shit! So, so you, uh, you've got till December thirty first. <laughs> so you uh, on the podcast, um, you guys, you mainly talk about. I mean, it's very serious. It's like all Austrian economics. It's oh, um, wait, real quick. It's all, yeah, dude, you know how stoked everybody would fucking be to see you on January first, though. <laughs> yeah, people are gonna be like, oh, dude. I can't wait to see Pulpo, though. Tomorrow, when he comes back to work, you know he's going to have a new set on. I wonder what it's going to be. I wonder. Then I come back 2023, normal glasses. <laughs> I'm like, the bit's over. <laughs> Just take it away from him. Yeah. Hell yeah. That'd be the bit. And then, no, I'd act like nothing. I never even had those glasses. I'd act like nothing happened the whole time. Yeah, you don't know what they're talking about. I'd gaslight them. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> what you got? Sorry for interrupting. No, no, no. It's a, it's it's a great it's a great image. I think people are are gonna like to hear that. 
Um, I was just asking, I was just saying, you got your podcast. It's, it's a really serious, hardcore libertarian podcast. I mean, it's called not a podcast, which is NAP official talking about the non-aggression principle, Austrian economics. Uh, just like it's, it's both the beginner's guide and the definitive guide to libertarianism. Correct. Correct. We don't cuss. We're not a cusser podcast. If you want to listen to a cusser podcast, you can turn on Dave Smith, but we're not a cusser podcast. All right. If you want to hear some gross cussing stuff, go listen to the Tom Woods show. That's not what not a podcast is. You, if you, you listen to our podcast, you're going to get some serious discussion. We discuss global economics like with China all the time. Uh, we're talking about, you know, the Chinese frequently. Um, we discuss uh, <clears throat> philosophical topics like what the dog doing. Uh, just stuff like that. Oh man, yeah. So definitely go go check out not a podcast if that's what you're interested in. That's that's definitely what it is. Hell yeah. Oh shit. I still don't know what the dog doing, dude. I have no idea. You'd have to ask him. Speaking of dog, though, now you got you've Hell. had a you you just got a dog as your uh, your new Twitter picture, but you've had a duck yeah. forever. What's with the mallard? I I just seen. Back like two years ago, I seen this picture of this. I guess it was the Minnesota Department of Health. Maybe it was Minnesota. I don't know, but I think so. Saying uh, they put out a shirt or a fucking. It was a poster, rather, not a shirt, a poster, and it said it had four animals smoking cigarettes, and the duck was one of them. And it said they don't look so cool. Well, you don't either. If when you do this, that was the gist of it. But I'm like, dog, that duck looks fucking cool. I like ducks. So I used to have a bunch of ducks come to my house all the time. Like every day, they'd come sit in the shade of my house when it would get like the sun would start to go down. Oh, oh man, those ducks were cool. So I seen that duck smoking cigarettes. I smoke a ton of cigarettes too. I'm like, yo, hell yeah, dog. That's if I was a duck, that'd be me. So I just made it my profile picture. Couldn't think of another good one. And then everyone associated that fucking smoke the duck with me. Every time there's a duck that comes up on the timeline, I get tagged a hundred times. Still do. To this day, by the way, but then I'm like, you know what? I came back from the pro- this probably is my last chance at a Twitter account because I've used all of mine and all my friends and my girlfriend's Google voice numbers. So we have no more left to use. Uh, unless <laughs> I can't think of any other way to get back on. <clears throat> oh, shit, we're going to have to find a way because we, we can't lose you. Maybe, maybe I'll uh, buy Twitter. Yeah, yeah, maybe that was your safety net. I mean, Elon's got 9%. I mean, just try to That'd hang out there. sick if Elon unbanned all of my accounts. <laughs> I, I would have a bot network by it, if he did that, though. Hmm. I have so many accounts. I could control the entire timeline. I'd be the most popular person on Twitter. Easily. But, uh, shit. Oh, yeah, I wanted a brand change, dude. So, uh, instead, that's my little dog wearing a ski mask. And I put her smoking a cigarette. And then that's my brand now. So now people ain't going to see fucking. They won't tag me whenever they see a dog. This is a dog in a ski mask smoking a cigarette. Yeah, it's going to be difficult to find a dog in a ski mask. That's not right. So people are. Well, now people are going to go out of their way and look for that and to tag me now just to. uh, Yeah. Show how fucking stupid Pulpo is. Fucking idiot. There's going to be a lot of owners struggling with their dogs. Like, put the mask on. I'm trying to make a friend. Yeah, and then 
they'd be doing that. So I would be getting owned. So they'd be owners in two respects. Yeah. I own this dog with a ski mask so I can feel like I own you. I get it. Hell yeah. And you know what? If someone does that to me, I'm going to go look up where you live and go to your house with a weapon. And I'm going to have, <laughs> I'm going to knock on your front door and wait for you to answer the door. Yeah. And I'm going to be in the car waiting to see how it goes down. Yeah. But you if know, you're not home, I'm going to wait inside of your garage if you're not home. And I'll wait till you get home. We're coming for you. Anyone. Oh, man. Uh, That's what's going to happen if you do that to me on the Twitter. Speak- if I get owned at all. Yeah. No, you, I, I, have, I have yet to see you get owned. You're, uh, you got a pretty good ratio of uh, ownage versus, well, I've yet to see you lose. I'm like, I'm like Bill Goldberg, dude. I'm undefeated. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, the only I- thing they can do is ban you. They, they don't have a response. Yeah, and that's the thing. Twitter's not even my enemy. It's usually uh, other libertarians who agree with me on 99% of things yeah. who are my biggest enemy. Absolutely. You uh, you really know how to take people down a peg or two. I've, uh, I've seen it happen in real time. Yeah, it's uh, the only thing I'm good at in life <laughs> is belittling others. And it's not everyone's like, oh, you make fun of others to make yourself feel good about yourself. I'm like, no, it makes me feel no different. <laughs> it just uh it's funny to watch them feel worse oh it absolutely is it's it's believe me like we, we i guess it in out the there. sense of like the theory of relativity it is true then that i do feel better in the sense that someone else's value has gone down yeah exactly it's uh but for my position it, it did not increase nor decrease well, I think that's because it's spread out amongst everybody else who gets to view it. It's like the laws of thermodynamics. You, you can't catch all Hell of it. Yeah. It's, just, it's just out there in the ether. Yeah, this is a science podcast. <laughs> it absolutely is. Oh, shit. Um, so you've, you've gone through several Twitter handles, though, but some, some of the best <laughs> ones. I, I think I bumped into you way back when it was... We'll just go through them piece by piece. Let's start with MMA Anarchist was the first time I bumped okay, into you. Okay, hell yeah. One? Yeah, that's the very first one. What's the next one? You remember the next one? Uh, we'll get to that in a second because I want to do these piece by piece and let's talk. Okay. These, these, some, these seem to represent portions of your life. So with the MMA anarchist, you're a big MMA guy, right? Yeah, that was uh, me and my uh, another MMA dude on here who's anarchist. We was just talking about, we was saying, well, yeah, we should do a podcast. We're just talking to anarchists, talking about fighting, dude. And he was like, yeah. And then I said, that's what we should call it. And I thought it was clever, so. Next time I came on Twitter, I just used that. Yeah. And uh, now I hate that name. And I think that name's gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair enough. Um, but yet, yeah, do you. Yeah, that's the OG one, though. Do you just like talking about it or do you do some yourself or. No, hell yeah. I've been doing jujitsu since I was like a teenager. Yeah. So then, is that like competitive or is that just like a defense hobby? No, I just. Dog, I love, there's nothing better than fighting people. Yeah. Like, as a sport, on the street, you know, in a bar, anywhere. Fights are fucking the cool, it's the most fun thing people can do. It really is. Like, because you just get, I don't know, it's just fun. It's just fun to strike with other humans. It's not so much fun when they don't want to do it, you know. Fun when someone else also wants to fight. Absolutely. And then it's like, hell yeah, let's go, dude. So I don't know. I just uh, like doing it. And then 
you get in trouble doing it in the street in the bars like i mentioned you get in trouble a lot mm. in the army you get in trouble and in the civilian world you get in trouble so the place you don't get in trouble though is an mma gym and there you can find someone who is willing to do it with you every time yeah i haven't i haven't talked about i got in a fight on uh this valentine's day and uh i haven't mentioned it on here because i was just like well i was on his property so let's uh let's see or actually i wasn't i was in front of his property in the in public but i, I was just waiting to see how that went how that panned out before um i kept telling him uh he's like he's like yeah fucking hit me bro and i'm like no you're pussy you'll call the cops and i just waited till he hit me first and then we got into it but uh yeah no i i i did drive down to his house. I told him to call me a faggot one more time and I drove to his house <laughs> and I waited outside. I took a, a he, he, I was slamming on his door and he sends, he starts texting me. He goes, I'm home. I'm like, what the fuck's that mean? Yeah. I know you just started texting me now. Cause you know, I'm here. I start ringing his fucking bell guy. Uh, guy finally comes outside and, um, oh my God, he got his fucking shit kicked in. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, you know, that's what I'd be telling people, dude. Don't say shit on the fucking text that you wouldn't say if I was standing in front of you. Because here's the thing. I can be standing in front of you. That can, that can happen. Yeah. No, I know. And no, nobody feels that way. Like, I went home. I'm telling my friend about it. And he's trying to just sit there and defend why you should never engage in a fight, why it could just lead to problems. And I'm just like... Dude, try it. It doesn't half the time. Like you can I bet that guy will ads. never in his life call you a faggot again. Yeah. No, he, he won't. won't. <laughs> he won't. You've permanently solved that problem. Yeah, no, he won't even talk to me now. I I solved it <laughs> solved it pretty Look good. At that. Oh, it's just irritating. that was just irritating. I don't know. The guy the guy was just being a little bitch and he just He's just a guy who talks a lot of shit and doesn't think consequences are coming and I'm like, "Okay, consequences today, you know?" Yeah, I'm on your side for this one. Hell yeah. Absolutely. It'd be crazy if you weren't just, just taking this other guy's side. Don't even know him. Jeez. <laughs> it's like, maybe- no, I could see how the casual listener and the Redditor would, of course, take the other guy's side. You know, yeah. that's that's where I think they would, of course, take. And I'm like, no, you guys are because those are the guys who do the things that he was doing. Yeah. That's why they take his side, because those are the guys who like to call you a faggot and you not go punch them for saying it. Seriously. Yeah, no, I I, I did. Uh, I, that would make a lot of sense. I mean, I could see somebody taking their side just from listening to my podcast. You're like, listen, he was just telling facts. You are a faggot. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah maybe right. <laughs> that could be true, too. <laughs> oh, shit. But uh, no, it, it's my problem is, OK, you actually know how to fight. Now, here's the thing. You'd probably kick my ass because you know how to fight. I don't know how to fight. I know how to throw a punch and really nothing else. And most people are just absolute pussies who can't do anything. Well, here's the thing. Even if, like, just because I know how to fight, it doesn't mean I'm good at fighting. I could still suck at fighting. I know a lot of guys who know how to fight, and they still suck at fighting. Okay. But even even those guys who suck at fighting, they're going to beat up the guy who doesn't know anything about fighting most of the time. Right. Yeah. But the thing is, even someone who's good at fighting, you take like BJ Penn, even he was out getting into bar fights and he was getting knocked out. So even the untrained guy always has a puncher's chance, mm. you know, especially the bigger you get, the more of a chance you got as the puncher. Yeah. See, I, How, I, I've been getting a bad thing though because like this one went well and this guy actually fought back and the time i got in a fight before that i knocked the guy out in one punch and i really am starting to think i'm some kind of badass and it is not true it is not even close to true yeah go then you need to check yourself make an appointment check yourself into the nearest 
uh, I would say like a Muay Thai gym if I wanted to really get you in check there. But yeah. a boxing gym would be sufficient. And sans either of those, then a jujitsu gym. Even though jujitsu, I think everyone should do it. Yeah. Uh, but your problem isn't that you're choking guys out on the ground. Your problem is that you're striking them really well. So you need to go strike with someone who can strike really well. And then you'll see, oh, shit, okay. Yeah, absolutely. I know. Like, I mean, even I got like sucker punched in that because like I'm, I'm telling him uh, I'm, t- I'm talking to his neighbors or whatever because his neighbors are like, hey, we're calling the cops and they're filming us. And I'm just like, it's really not something. So I have my back turned to him. I'm not even paying attention to him because I'm like, this man is not a threat. So he's like swinging on the back of my head while I'm just telling him like, are you seeing this? He's assaulting me at this point because like now I'm a little vulnerable because I'm like, listen, I showed up at this guy's house. I don't know how this looks. His neighbors are filming me. I'm just trying to tell them. I'm like, as you can see, I have stopped fighting after I kicked his ass. He is trying to continue. Please arrest this man. <laughs> I've instigated this, but please arrest him. Does Do I look good now? <laughs> did, did the law pull up on you? No, they didn't. They didn't call the cops at all. Those guys are fucking oh, just yeah. bullshit. The guy's like, the guy's filming me. He's like, I'm calling the cops. I'm like, no, you're not. You're filming this. <laughs> Hey, I'm actively calling the cops and the flashlights on his camera. <laughs> Absolutely. He's just leaning out of his car saying that. I don't know. Whatever. But, uh, okay, let's go on to another one of the titles. Uh, I think there was something in between, but not something I remember. The next one that's coming to mind is Checkmark Abuser. Was there anything in between that? Oh, yeah, there's quite a few in between that. Yeah, it was just versions of Pulpo, though, right? Uh, there was Howie Hunter. Okay, didn't catch was- that one. Pregnant retard. I remember pregnant retard. (laughs) Um, there was shit. Hmm. There was one between Emma Manarchist and Hallie Hunter. I think it was just Uh, something pulpo related. I think you had there was there was Frogweiler that got banned instantly though, so that doesn't really count. Is there something wrong with the Frogweilers? Because like, oh, it was Hell Pulpo. You're right. It was Pulpo. It was Hell Pulpo. Okay. Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry. It's like choking um, there a little bit. Anyway. I feel like there is another one that I used for a little bit. But then I think Trek Mark Abuser was the next one after all that. Yeah, that was the next one I saw like getting a decent amount of traction. Um, so with uh, with Pulpo, I'm assuming this is uh, somewhat of an MMA nickname. I mean, it's the octopus, right? I'm yeah, assuming, there's yeah. my Cuban friend. Uh he was watching uh, some of my fights and some of my jujitsu competition things, and that's what he said. He doesn't speak English that well, so that's what he he didn't know the word for octopus, but he knew the word pulpo, and so he's like, "Oh, yeah, you're the pulpo man. You're like the pulpo." <laughs> I'm like, "What <laughs> the fuck is that?" Like Google translated, "Oh yeah, octopus man. Yeah, this is like you." I'm like, "Oh dog, that name is so cool. I want that. I am pulpo dog." Oh yeah, let's I go. No, it's uh, it's a, it's a good title. Seriously, I knew it had to be related to that. There's no way you get the name the octopus without manhandling somebody. Hell yeah! All right, so let's move it on to checkmark abuser then. Checkmark abuser. This was this was an interesting one. Uh, you were going after the people who need it the most, journalists. Hell yeah! <laughs> so, uh, express some of your feelings about the uh, journalistic class. Well, they're just a bunch of homos, dude. Absolutely. I mean. Oh, shit. They're all the kids who just, like, remind the teacher, hey, we had homework. Yeah. (laughs) You forgot to collect the homework. 
Well, uh, there's one that you might have seen this week. Did you, the journalist uh, is a professional tattletale. Yeah. That's all it is. Not far off. Did you see um, Taylor Lorenz? Did you see this one on uh, MSNBC uh, this week? No, I don't know. I keep seeing this fucking person pop up all over Twitter, and I don't know what for. I don't know even who they are or why they're popular now or what. Um, I, she's, she's just some journo, but why she came up is she was part of a segment they did on there where they were talking about harassment of females online. And she was saying her, her life is just absolutely terrible. Just insults hurled at her. They put up a bunch of bullshit statistics. She's part of like, there's some study they're doing around her. Like, as you can see, when she says some dumbass shit, people correct her and she takes it very personally. Like that's, that's really the gist of it. Hell yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you caught that one. It was, uh, I, I think it's pretty embarrassing because she, like, I, I saw so many other people who are journalists making fun of her too. Like, I, I not even like, all right, the corporate journalist class versus, you know, the uh, the, the virgin Twitter journo who just Google shit. Like, those people were making fun of her. Like, hey, we all get shit on. Like, you're not special. You know, no, you know, I actually do believe they get talked shit to more than like, say, you or I would. But here's the thing. I will believe that they are truly having their lives ruined about this stuff when they quit their job. Mm. Yeah. Oh, oh, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, until then, and, it's not real. You're right. They're taking the check. Right. And it's not it's more than just the check, too. It's they understand that they wield power. Yeah. And they are a uh, a liaison between the uh, the powers that be, and they are the uh, I guess the town crier to disseminate the uh, crier is the right word. Yeah, for sure. You you guys know the analogy I'm trying to cook up here. Absolutely. Yeah, they're uh, they're some kind of conduit between the people we should really be after and right. us. So if they're going to take the the lashing, it's kind of what they signed up for. Right. Imagine you were a plumber, right? And everywhere you, every house you go into, mm-hmm. the person goes, "You plumbers are fucking scumbags. <laughs> you guys are disgusting. What you do, it's really, it's truly sick. What you guys do." <laughs> and every house you went to, people said that to you. You would become an electrician, <laughs> right? <laughs> you wouldn't be a fucking plumber. You wouldn't go, yeah, but I just really, for the love of plumbing, I won't let these people bully. You'd go, dude, this sucks. Why would anyone want to do this? Yeah. This fucking sucks. I quit plumbing without that. Like, that was just, I just didn't want to do it. <laughs> right. But I'm, yeah. I get your analogy, though. Just not to take yeah, away from exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. It, <laughs> like, that's why people quit fucking customer service jobs all the time because of, like, at call centers. Like, I'm sure whoever works at, like, the fucking internet call centers, dude, they get talked like to like this every day, yeah. just like the journalist. And then they, you know, they do, they quit because the pay sucks. Yeah. See, my people that I go after, you go after those guys. I try to bother the scammers as much as possible. That's who makes me sick. Dude, they hang, they fucking always hang up on me when I try to fuck with them. Yeah. I, I, I never make it. I always think I'm going to get them by pretending to be like, I'm, I'm going to really try to hook them this time. But there's something in my voice, I guess, where they're like, no, this guy's fucking with us. Yeah. And they I- hang up on me, dude. I, 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 
I was sending uh like I would keep them going in the like the DM one sometimes, you know, like the the starving Gambians hit you up and stuff. They uh <laughs> I would usually keep them going back and forth uh for a little bit, but last night I was trying to get this guy and I'm just sending him like by the end I'm just sending him gore and he just keeps going to your mom. I'm like, leave, you quit. Like, it wouldn't stop, dude. I think he didn't. I don't even think he blocked me still. Like, I, I really, I I think I lost that one. Like, he just sat there and took it and kept saying your mom. And I'm like, fuck. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Well, there goes that. I don't know. I tried to get him. The first guy, I sent him one picture of Jaja Binks with a huge cock, and he just left. That was that was the first of the day. Oh, I thought we were talking about people calling us on the phone. Uh, Both. The phone guys, I can't really keep on the phone. The DM guys, you can keep it going longer because they you know, assume tone from the text. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't bother with people on text. Yeah. Scammers. It I makes for great screenshots though. You can get some funny shit out there. Like the guy was talking about his kids screaming for food. And I'm like, I've only heard a kid scream for ice cream. Let's go. Oh shit. Um, so yeah, check Mark abuser. That, oh, the, uh, one of the best ones you got on during that account was, uh, the balls, your balls have, uh, been retweeted. I think you got Andrew Yang to retweet it, didn't you? <laughs> yep. That's that's an achievement, dude. That it was is Andrew Yang. Yeah, that is something to be proud of. It was him not. on his alt account, though. It was uh, Ian Miles Chong. Okay. It was, oh, but I, I know that's the same guy. Oh, was it Ian Miles Chong? I'm shit. Same guy. Whatever. It, but those. That's just the same guy. It's one plays left wing guy. One plays right wing guy. It's the same it's the same guy though. Just look at him. Tell me that's two different guys. Jesus Christ. Yep, I'm gonna agree. I'm just gonna agree. <laughs> oh shit. But uh yeah, just I mean, you got tons of people with that. And uh I just can't believe how stupid these people are. It really exposes them for what they are. They'll sit right. there and post you had um I saw the first one you were doing, you just had earplugs and these people are so disconnected from the average person you tell them they're rubber bullets and they run with it hell yeah and this guy was a harvard graduate i know and he and he was bragging about it in his bio like the way he put it in his bio is like oh by the way i'm a i'm a uh harvard grad yeah by the way go fuck yourself harvard grad i thought that was my best one was when i'm like oh hey uh unrelated but you're a Harvard grad, and you could tell the guy because he instantly replied to me. <coughs> I remember I was <coughs> shit. Sorry, it's all good. I was leaving work when this happened, so it was like five thirty in the morning because uh, I work thirds. Hell yeah, I was leaving work, and I was texting this guy as I was getting to my car. And I remember I was at I was clocking out. You know, is when I sent the last message describing what I saw. And then by the time I got to my car, I thought of like I was reading over his bio while I was making the walk to my car. It's like a two, three minute walk. And uh, I sent him a message. Oh, by the way, I'm like, oh, I bet he would reply to the Harvard stuff. Mm. By the way, you're a Harvard grad. He goes, he replied before I could sit down from sitting that to getting opening the door and sitting in the seat. He goes, well, (laughs) yes, I am. I am indeed a Harvard graduate. Like he was so fucking happy someone brought it up. Oh, like, God. yeah, well, uh, you've been chatting about my ball sack, dumbass. <laughs> it really does just expose them for the just conceited, self-absorbed. 
like they really think there's something special by being like you said before or like i'm sorry like i said before the conduit between those elites they think they are one of the elites they're the gatekeepers they're it's it's just gross and they really more than anybody need to be abused hell yeah it, the ian miles chong one was good because i had in the corner a I knew that I couldn't just take it. wouldn't be funny just to do my balls, that it'd be really funny to write a message to him. So I wrote, uh, you're fat plus Chinese plus you've never been to America. And uh, <laughs> I wrote it like an, on a piece of paper that I just tore off. And I put it upside down in the image in the corner. Because if it was right side up, it's too much of a pattern for the brain to detect. And he'd just read it. Mm. But if it did it upside down, I knew he wouldn't be, like, investigating the picture. I knew it would be a good way to sneak it in. Yeah. And sure shit, you know, he was just chatting with me about it for a little bit after that. Didn't get the picture at all. Didn't didn't read the little message I wrote. And just held it. I, should, I still have the screenshots from all that. And since I'm banned on Checkmark Abuser... Uh, I could repost those screenshots. Yeah, I really, I like, we need like a community project to make sure you stay on Twitter. I, I can't let your last account get banned. I'm thinking about just making a website and then I just live at that website. That's what Moldbug does, dude. So I should do that. It'd How, be like Substack, but not fucking Substack's gate too. But you need a way to harass these people still. You need a way to be getting them on their feed. Like, yeah, that's so the best thing. Back in the day when the internet was fucking at its coolest, the way you did this to harass people, you did it one of two ways. You did it on a forum, which is great, which I'm, if should I make a website, it will have a forum. Mm. But the second way is you did it through email. And then you just posted the emails to your website. You took the screenshots and posted the emails to your website if you wanted to do email, like trolling emails. Mm. There's a bunch of websites who did that. I thought those were funny websites. So that's what I would do too. I would just be emailing these journalists and having them, you know, on a fucking rope. Yeah. I think that's actually what, um, that, uh, what's her face? Lorenz or whatever I said, Taylor Lorenz. I think that was the one that drew the line for They told her to tie up the rope too far, yeah. too far, broken heart. But what pisses me off, like this, this is another great example of who these people are. She has, she's gone after people's families. Like she's, she's talked shit about, Hey, this uh TikToker it was is famous, but did you know their mom's a racist? Like if you're going to go after people like that in the position you're in, you absolutely deserve every level of criticism that happens to you. Yeah, because it's like, hey, can we do this about you next? I know. Can we look at you, Mr. Journalist, and do this? Like, they did that with that one, the the fucking titty milk doctor lady. Titty milk doxes. doctor lady? I'm sorry. I'm yeah. going to need a little more on that. I'm not familiar with titty milk doctor lady. Uh, the uh, the lady on TikTok who'd go around doxing people because they, like, didn't want to wear a mask or stuff. What's the Wait, what's with titty milk there, though? I'm sorry. Because that's what her job is. She's a doctor of of lactation. Okay. She has her PhD in lactation science or something like that. So it's titty milk doctor lady. Yeah. Who I think, by the way, is an unattractive person. Like, looking at her, I'm like, this is not an attractive person. And many people who I respect disagree with me. And I think it's disgusting. Do you know her name? Uh, if you it's like X R or something like that. It's or 
RX or sister. Let me see if I can find it on Google. Yeah, if you link me on Twitter, I will be the judge here. Um, anyway, uh, so let me just prep another question while you're looking that up. Oh, so uh, talking about making your own website there as a solution, you're uh, you're pretty good with the computers and stuff, aren't you? Hell yeah. Yeah, so you're a big Linux guy. I hear that's yeah. what you're telling people to do. And uh, something that... I guess I've kind of known, but not something I was actively thinking about. Just using Windows, you're saying, is not a great idea. Or any, probably you would be against Mac for different reasons, but on top of that, the same reasons. Um, yeah, why don't you like Windows? Dog, because uh, I found it, by the way, this uh, yeah. ladies. Just post in the DMs and then tell me more. Okay, here, I'm going to send it. Um, Twitter DM? Okay, here, yeah. I'll send it to you. It's our exorcist. Or exorcist. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it's nothing special. It kind of looks like, uh, looks like Kennedy. I don't really think Kennedy's very good looking either, to be honest. Well, I'm just saying, this is just for anyone in their head. Kennedy's more popular than whatever yeah, the fuck this is. Yeah, but this, she's like fat Kennedy. Oh, well, you only posted a headshot, so I don't know. It, even her headshot, look, she looks fat. I don't know. Well, she's got the cheekbones. It hides fat for a while. But uh, anyway. <laughs> Maybe something's wrong with my eyeballs. I can't believe so many people disagree with me here. I, I'm not saying she's anything special, but uh, yeah, she's nothing She's nothing worth going crazy over. I wouldn't call her hideous, but I wouldn't <laughs> oh, go yeah. much further. Yeah, dog. Windows fucking sucks, dude. Plus, everyone who's listening doesn't like, like, is not a Bill Gates fan. I remember back when I first started using Linux, Bill Gates... Even before then, Bill Gates was an evil guy. Like people in the internet community hated him. He was a bad guy because of Windows, because of the stuff you do with Windows. Mm-hmm. How much it'd call home, how much it was it worked against the user instead of for the user. And, and this was twenty years ago. And for some reason now Bill Gates can go on TV and show his face. Like people was throwing eggs and pieing him in the face and shit back mm-hmm. then, dude. Because they hated him this much. He was evil. And now the people who think he's evil are just fucking Donald Trump people. <laughs> and I guess me, you know, I thought all anarchists was like, fuck Bill Gates. And I'm like, yeah, uh, I agree. Fuck Bill Gates. Hey, what are you running on your computer there? Oh, Windows. Well, come on. How much are you really saying fuck Bill Gates? You're letting him uh, control your access to the entire usage of the Internet? But fuck Bill Gates, okay. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a, a strong level of dissent. You've uh, you've taken it to its logical conclusion and are getting prepared for the future that's coming. Yeah, I think Linux. I mean, I the here's the thing: is just like with Facebook, just like with my, how MySpace was, like Facebook's starting to decline. Mm. I think in a few years, Facebook's gonna just be something people don't use anymore. It's gonna be a non-player. Yeah, I mean, it's already like boomer book. Like, not many people younger right. are using I th- it. I think they really fucked up going with meta because I think they're just trying to push the VR stuff now. I think they're just trying to be like Xbox, except for VR, for with VR instead. Yeah. I think they're going to fuck that up. Uh, but I th- just like how MySpace was and fucking E-Bombs World and all that, Mm. All these big things eventually go away, and I think Windows is no exception. Even though all the others are websites, it's still stuff people are even getting on the computer to begin with to get to those websites. And if the computer starts making this 
task more and more difficult to achieve, they're going to go with something that does not make it difficult to achieve and is way more not only user-friendly, but doesn't spy on you. And the amount of or show, Put ads in your lock screen or your startup screen or your task bar or uh, your fucking start menu. Like I'm trying to think of all the places Windows has snuck ads into that people have allowed them. Because then recently I've seen where they're like, yeah, Windows is now going to put ads in File Explorer. And everyone on Reddit I was reading was mad. They're like, I can't believe it. I'm fine. I think I'm going to go to Linux if they do this. Or I'm going to go to Mac or just stuff like that. And I'm like, how are you fucking mad now, dude? They have ads in your start menu. You click the start menu, you got an ad. You click on your, uh, you put the lock screen on, you got an ad. You uh, turn your computer on, the start menu, or the fucking, your log on screen, there's an ad. The fucking, if you have that, I don't remember what that panel is on the right hand side. A smart panel, I think is what they call it. There's ads all over that. How are you mad now? I don't know. They'll, they'll let it keep going until it's literally the idiocracy level where the video you're watching is a fifth of the center of the screen and it's just surrounded by ads. You're like, you'll seriously, you'll walk in, your kid's going to be trying to watch Elmo and it'll have 15 port ads in the corner and you'll just, these people will just go, well, I mean, who doesn't like tits? You know, yeah, I mean, like they'll just accept anything. And plus, here's the other thing. If you're getting shown an ad, guess what? The, whatever is showing you the ad is spying on you. Mm. Yeah, because it's, uh, I mean, they need to understand how much traffic they're generating. So, yeah, they're checking something. So, that includes websites and your stupid fucking operating system, dumbass. <laughs> Go fix it, guys. It's uh, it's a problem, you know? Don't wait Don't wait for it to be too much of a problem for you. Like it, Right. The only much. good Windows machine is an offline Windows machine. <laughs> if you keep it unplugged and run Windows XP, you'll be okay. No. Just don't ever plug that shit in, dude. Play Age of Empires 2, and that's it. <laughs> that's the only way to avoid it all. Don't even go online. Just play Empire or Age of Empires. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Um. So your your newest one. Uh, you, well, actually, you know, I want to talk about it. Cause, so you've trashed so far Bill Gates. You've, uh, you've talked about some journos. But you don't. You go after everyone and anyone. You uh, You don't keep it to left right anything you you have a almost no code code you will just go after anybody like even favorites of yours like i i know you used to be a michael malice fan from what i've gathered you uh you got a little bit of your internet um how you how you engage with the internet you got a little bit of that from him and afterwards i mean Probably, I, I would assume maybe you've interacted with him or just seen something. Flew too close to the sun. They say don't meet your idols. And now I've seen you trash this man in a, in a way that, um, you know, it, it makes people question who they're, who they're putting their faith in. Because, I mean, I personally, you know, I find things I like about the guy. But uh, you do make a good case against You're him. You're the first person to even ever ask me about why I do that. Yeah. No one's ever asked. They, I, no one's ever been because I figured people would be curious, like, huh? Then because I I agree. When I first started, I I even took the Michael Malice approach to Twitter, which is, you know, if you don't know this fucking stranger and they're trying to, you know, be funny with you, then it is your duty to be mean to them. I would do that too, yeah. and uh, then I I realized it makes me hate coming on Twitter. Makes Twitter miserable. I don't get why someone would want to do this either. Plus, these people are trying to have fun with you. Why are you 
ruining, you know, just average strength. Anyway, but yeah, I think I, I can tell you when I, uh, when Malice turned heel, I guess, so to speak, mm-hmm. for me, is when he moved to, uh, when he moved out to Austin, Texas after, uh, for, and then started at, uh, pretending he was a Southerner. That triggered okay. me. <laughs> it really pissed me off. Yeah, here's why. Because <clears throat> this fucking dork, this dipshit, spends years telling his whole audience. First, he'll say, we will win, and we are winning. We're not only winning, but we will win. And then if you go, yeah, we will win, he goes, oh, there is no we. There's no we here. If you disagree with him on fucking some probably super uh, progressive shit, nonsense take he would have like uh having kindergartners watch rupaul drag race he'd probably be like uh no there's nothing wrong with that there's no we here if you disagree with him but then anyway he leaves because he's not winning after all he's in fact losing he's losing and so he has to leave because all his other friends left him because they already realized way before he did that it was over so he left, and where did he go? He went to the New York City of the South, yeah, to Austin, Texas. So the problem isn't that uh, he is lo- he's upset at progressive politics losing. The problem is his social circle went away. He loves the progressive city and the in the progressive lifestyle that exists. So he went to where all of his friends went, which is this. The same place. It's southern New York. It's just hotter New York City. So I'm like, oh, that that's what kind of made me go, oh, this dude's just a fucking dork. I get it now. He's right. He was actually right. There is no we here. That's not like me. Yeah. He didn't bother to fight. You know, there's no fight. In fact, he wants to be the it looks like he wants to be the general as opposed to uh any sort doing any sort of foot soldier work. Which is a lot of my problem with a lot of people that you probably see that where you're getting at, which is I take no uh, left versus right. I think most of the people on the right you see me attack are the my problem with them is almost it, always exactly the same, which is they want to be generals and they've never been foot soldiers. They've never done any fucking never been on the ground. They just immediately they get a little fucking gay ass following and then they're like, oh, well, now I get to dictate. Yeah, to uh, to uh, my army of twelve thousand followers. Yeah, That's I can not- see that. Like, I, I I get what you're saying. Um, what would you call foot soldiering, though? I mean, uh, taking back New York. What do I gotta like? Uh, I don't know. Uh, disrupt a homeless camp. Like, what do I do? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Do some. What what? Let's not blog about it. That's what I wouldn't do. I mean, that would be my first. It would be to leave your house. Something that requires you to leave your house. Okay. So even if it, like, I don't think protesting does much, but if you're not out there talking to other people, because here's the thing about a protest is all those people who are there, they at least all agree on one thing. Mm. And that's why they're there. They agree on one thing. And so if you won't even go out there and talk to those people in real life who all agree on one thing that you allegedly also agree on, then you're a fucking idiot. I mean, I don't believe. Why would I believe you? Why would I listen to you? You should at least go to one to talk to the conglomerate of people who strongly. It's not even like they're casually there. You don't casually go to a protest. If you go there, that well, I guess you do. If it's like a Black Lives Matter thing, 
just casually. But even even that, those people who went, they're not there. It's not still not so much casually. They are still strongly in the image of, uh, you know, showing off uh, their uh, what side they are politically. You know, oh, I'm. It's not casual. Would just be sitting at your house and updating like your Instagram with black squares. But yeah. if you're actually there, you are now showing more dedication than the Instagrammer. Yeah, I got you. I uh, the most I've done to do anything to change how things are going. I mean, you know, it's lame as hell. But the uh, the libertarian politics or whatever. I think you've you've probably bumped into. I know you operate somewhat in the libertarian circles. The um, L- the Massachusetts. What libertarian? I don't. I'm, I'm saying you talk to those people. I'm not accusing you of any of that. <laughs> I'm not even familiar with that phrase. Well, I've seen you. Har- I've seen you go after <laughs> some of those people. <laughs> All right, you might not have known what they are, but my oh, okay. point is, no. yeah. Um, now, nah, I just like I've engaged a little bit. Like specifically, the Massachusetts Libertarian Party is just such a joke that um, they've tried to take it over recently and just like replace the leadership so we can actually get a just the messaging correct i don't know I, like i don't i don't consider myself libertarian i just i'd like there to be one party that represent like is at least stirring up the conversation in my direction i guess you know wait was was the massachusetts one the one where it had the uh i don't know what i'm allowed to say if i have to you think say i don't know what i'm want. allowed to say. <laughs> you can say whatever you want i don't care so, the fact that I have to state that, do I, am I talking about the right party? I think you're talking about the right party. They're the okay. one that uh, just basically took over and, and said, well, there's two that went down. There was the New Hampshire one, which like stole everything once the Mises caucus was taken over. They started stealing property and stuff. And then there's the Massachusetts one, which just started banning people arbitrarily and against like they were writing new rules to kick people out. And then the chairman went on to become city council. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That one was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh I think those people yo, just chairman, left today. That that's yeah, I'm like I so like a lot of people who follow me and like me, they're the Mises caucus people, right? Yes. Or at least they would say they like the Mises caucus. They're preferable to them than uh any other caucus in the LP. Exactly. Here's the thing though, I'm not a Mises caucus person. Um I'm not against them, but I'm just I'm not one of them though. Yeah. And so it's, I'm not any of the libertarian stuff. So it's great to look at it because I can look at this thing completely objectively. I feel, and then I'm like, dog, the Mises caucus got finessed so fucking hard right there. And I thought it was really funny because they're always talking about finessing people. And usually in a lot of States they have like in Pennsylvania, my understanding is they finesse that shit. Hell yeah. Let's go. Same with, I think Nevada maybe. Yeah. And, Massachusetts fucking the fucking LP person done finesse the whole the whole uh, <laughs> operation, dude. Yeah. I'm like, yo, that's insane. Let's go. I found out and though, they, and then got him the city council. So that person that did way more, I mean, arguably way more for politics than any other libertarian. Yeah, she uh, she just left today though. Um, quit. What? Yeah, just today. Uh, she wrote a thing. Yeah, right. Like right as I was quit. messaging you saying, uh, like. I don't know. The first thing I messaged you this morning, I saw it. She, yeah, they just quit, several of them. And uh, I love the the reasons they're citing. They're citing because the people who are taking over, uh, the Meacocks or whatever, um, 
Well, you've seen some of the accusations probably lobbed around. I know you got involved in the middle of one. Uh, I don't even think we don't need to name names. Anybody who knows knows. But uh, yeah, someone's being accused of being a groomer this week. And oh, they cited Lord, yeah. that as the reason they're leaving. And I and I said to myself, I go, you know, I really kind of always knew it would uh, it would end in grooming. But I didn't think it would be them leaving because of someone else's grooming. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> so here's the thing. I, do you want to talk about that thing? We can talk about it if you want. I, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't really have a hundred percent stance on that. I, I haven't looked into it. So I don't either. Know. Yeah. So, but we can talk about whatever you want about it. There's no, nothing's off limits here. Oh, just with the whole, I don't have a me cock allegiance thing. I also do not have, I didn't know who Tom Woods was till I joined Twitter, mm. which was like two years ago. So I don't have a Tom Woods like bias or allegiance either. So looking at this on the nose, like the people who are presenting all this stuff are people who I do not you do not really like, like that Alex guy from the Fakertarians. Like I don't really like that guy, uh, but a lot of it is still. I mean, I'm like, come on, dog. And uh, <laughs> my problem is that Tom Woods keeps using the phrase "extremely mature." <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. And I'm like, yo. If I was your lawyer, I'd be like, you have never stop saying that phrase. Yeah. <laughs> stop saying extremely mature. Say anything else. Stop saying that. And he keeps saying it over and over. And I'm like, dog, that yeah. is not a good look. I know. There's so many like Joshua Smith has been doing a good job actually pointing out the best way to look at it if you would like to defend this man like i don't know the case i i'm not in his life i don't know what it is specifically what we're talking about is there's a famous podcaster who's been accused of grooming his first wife he met her pretty young i think that's undeniable that they at least started communicating when she was young um they got together when she was of age or got married when she was of age but there's a little bit of time there that's in question and um him being uh almost 10 years her senior um it's it's a little questionable, but he's getting a lot of defense from people. I don't know the story. I'm not going to accuse him of anything. He can explain himself, but um, I I think Joshua Smith does have the best way to, of trying to defend him. He says, hey, if you look at what she says, if you look at what her parents say, they don't seem to uh, be up in arms and they think this is all fine and normal. They still communicate with him, and that's his story. Um, he keep saying nothing went on until she was 19. Um, and I don't think anyone's accusing him of anything happening until she was 19. What they're accusing him of is knowing her and talking to her prior to her being when they got married. I mean, nobody gets married on day one. I think we can agree on that. Uh, maybe it was 90 day fiance. Who knows? Maybe she was, maybe right. it was real close to her 19th birthday. I don't know. But um, yeah, it's, it, it does seem weird. Like people, it doesn't seem it's, it seems like people are coming at this with a pretty strong bias one way or the other, but I do understand what you're saying. Everybody who is accusing him of this is an extremely bad actor, but yeah, I don't but, want that to cloud my judgment if something's really going on. Right. If the bad actor comes to me and says, yo, the sky's blue outside. I mean, do I really got to go look? Yeah. You know, I know. They, they can be right every once in a while. Exactly. I know. I don't know. I uh, boy, do I hope it's not true. That's, uh, However, one thing's great. for sure: it's made for a. F if you're me, it's made for a lot of great jokes. I know. 
seriously, I've I, I've been loving it. Just seeing you uh, go back and forth to these people in the comments. That seriously, that one where you posted the little <laughs> devil. Yeah, Adam, tell him what happened on the bus. <laughs> that yeah, one killed I, me. <laughs> I I don't because I don't care about any of them people either way. But I like reading that drama. It's funny to watch these fucking people. See, these people are blue, also blue checks. All these people involved have their own. I think Tom Woods has a blue check. I'm not sure. I don't know. But even if not, all they always act like, you know, I feel like, you know, the small Twitter, like we do this shit on our side of Twitter is the small accounts. They gripe with each other and they got their own drama. Mm. And it's funny to watch these big accounts do the same fucking thing. And never get all the same. <laughs> We're not different after all, are we? We're not so much dislike. We're all the same. I know it really is. It's it's really funny, especially when you see like a senator getting into it with somebody on Twitter. You're like, really? Right. And the best part is some of them aren't as seasoned as us. Yeah. So it, it makes for some really good jokes in in between there. And forget about just being seasoned. Like even if you were seasoned, like some people, some well, no, I'm saying it's not that they're just not seasoned. It's that they expect something. They expect some respect just for holding the position they do. Yeah. And it makes them even less capable of handling online criticism. Let's fucking go. Yeah, seriously. Uh, but um, no, really, I mean, you, you bring a, a new definition to no man as an island. You really you take no sides and you kind of just a keeps a really nice consistency. And I think that's why the people who like you like you is even like you've gone after me. But you're consistent and I'm okay with it. Like like the yeah. first time I met you, I remember or not met you, but um talked to you what in I, the DMs. What I go after you for. It was um just one of the uh it was right after that like whole follow training stuff and you saw like a million Fed accounts pop up and and uh get propped up, like the the libertarian follow train, and then it was the there was a lot of uh like uh just girl accounts like obviously fake girl accounts like hot girl goes up and it's just like hey blah 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 follow me i'm a li i'm a new liberty chick you know right. and i was just like i don't know what's the problem they followed me i hit follow i mean like i'm not gonna oh. tell them anything <laughs> yeah i'm like i'm not gonna tell them anything i'm not gonna go in the dms and be like yeah here's my social security number also i did a crime i'm like i don't know and you're just like makes us look like fucking idiots bro you're part of the problem i'm just like ah shit i don't know i just i like when my follower account goes up you no know, it's funny i wrote i remember where i was when i wrote that i was at the mcdonald's drive-thru <laughs> <laughs> something perfect about that image still picturing you as a duck by the way just in the drive-thru cigarette smoke just going listen here you I, retard i was it's a double drive-thru with the one that had the two lanes yeah. i was in the leftmost lane and i wasn't up to order yet there was a car in front of me but he already ordered me he pulled up a little bit but his car was still hanging in the drive-thru thing so i couldn't make it to the window and i was still reading and i was stressed I was reading because I was like, I'm almost up to the window, but I got to hit this reply. I remember I was typing fast. I probably misspelled some shit, too. I remember I was going hammer. Yeah. Yeah. No, you went you went off real quick. I remember I was just like I, I had been following you for a little bit and I was very new to Twitter at that time. And that was the first time I was verbally assaulted. And I was <laughs> <through it. laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Twitter, motherfucker. <laughs> no, it was a great awakening. And honestly, when you're talking about seasoned, I mean, there's no better way to just get in the ring with you immediately. Oh, yeah, let's go. But uh, yeah, I mean, so let me let me think. What's that? What did I want to ask? Um, all right. So I was obviously joking with the 
with the show before. If you guys didn't pick up on that sarcasm, no, this is obviously not a guy who is big into all these kind of politics. You, you, um, you guys just kind of go on there and have a good time, but I'm so glad I jumped in that show and got to hear who you were as a person. Because let me tell you, I didn't come back for you. All right, you you had attacked me. I, you were on Let's the go. you were on the mental ban list. I ignore you now. But um, I went on there for um, I think it's Bert, right? Neocon remover, Bert. Yeah, yeah. So I start. It's it's hard because then Bird gets in there too, and Bird Bert. I don't know. Throws me. I, off. My my girlfriend who's met Bird yeah. and has not met Bert but knows more about Burt's than Bird, we have to, whenever I'm telling her something about something one of them said, she also goes, Burt or Bird? And we have a way <laughs> to determine now is that Bird, Bird is short, right? He's like 5'5". Five, five. So I do low hand. Bert <laughs> is tall. He's over six foot tall. I'm not going to height dox him, but he's well over six foot tall. So yeah. I do really high hand. <laughs> I mean, Bert. So bird, bird, I'm doing the hands right now. One's below my chin. The other's above my head. <laughs> I got the visual. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. That makes sense. But yeah, I was, uh, I was following for him. Um, he, I mean, he is just, I mean, not He's to just hilarious. suck his dick for a while, but he is just amazing with how he can form 50 different culturally relevant things into one tweet and just sum up the day. It's wild. Yeah, he knows a bunch of pop culture shit, dude. I know. And then he's he's so fucking good at graphic design. Like, oh, just really? making pictures. That's yeah. how he got popular on Twitter. He's just all the pictures he'd cook up, dude. I know, man. Like, just even that uh, that persona he's got of the uh, the mask on, tattooed dude. Like, I don't know who the fuck that is, but that, I don't know. Just, it presents a good image for the brand. Hell yeah. Yeah. No, I really, um, I don't know. Is there anything you do want to uh tell people about the show like wh- how would how would you describe not a podcast uh <laughs> it's just i don't know the four of us because we like to include like steppy and lee mm-hmm. although the two i guess main characters of the show are definitely me and bert absolutely uh but steppy and lee is like our other two co-hosts and uh we just like we all have a similar train of thought, you know, for the most part, but we've all had all four of us have had vastly different life experiences. Some of us have overlapped like me and Lee, I would say have probably the most two similar life experiences. Yeah. Uh, we both was in the army, you know, I think we both pretty rough. Uh, but uh, yeah, we just like <laughs> talking about the world, dude. And, fucking <laughs> pointing out observations and we're we just like being funny like this is just all jokes you'd hear at a fucking blue collar site you know fucking manual labor place yeah. you know and it's just funny to record it absolutely i mean is there any kind of um like structure of the episode do you guys just go in there and do you have like a topic or something because i know it just like kind of starts flowing after a while like you guys are really just great at going back and forth but is there a, a starting point when we were still on Spotify, we used to do that. We used to write down, like, or we'd try to. We wouldn't, like, put a lot of work into it. We'd have, like, a notepad. We're like, all right, let's put in, if you got some topics. And most of the weeks, it would still be empty by the time we started. But every once in a while, we'll put in, like, three or four things. Like, okay, we'll talk about uh, Hillary Clinton's breastfeeding. Uh, we'll talk about the bees. You know how the bees are doing the things. And then we'll talk about... Uh, Hunter Biden's crack dealer. And then we just, 
would just eventually what would happen is we would talk about those three topics within the first 10 minutes yeah, and we'd have nothing to talk about for the rest of the show. So then we're just like, plus every time we think of topics, they just suck. Yeah. Like we've never talked about a topic and it was a good show. Like in the topic part made it a good show. It's just funnier is just to sit down, talk about what we did the past week and then just go from there. So we don't we don't come up with fucking anything at all. Every once in a while, someone will have something to bring to the table. Like, oh, we got to talk about that. Yeah. Like, I'll do stuff in real life and think, oh, I cannot fucking wait to bring that up on that podcast. Absolutely. Like, here's, here's one thing I didn't bring up, but I really wanted to. Is that okay. I work with this guy. His name is Kieran, right? And he's like a meek dude. But... uh I guess the guy likes me, right? So he's really warmed up to me. So he's developed my sense of humor. Now he's funny, right? So he's not so shy anymore. He's funny now. But he's still, you could tell he's still a shy guy overall. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was telling me that I was, damn, I can't remember what we was talking about. Oh, because he's he also turns out he's half Mexican, right? And you think... But he looks like white as snow, and he's he has an Irish last name, so it's like you would never think he's Mexican. He showed us the picture of his dad and everything. His his dad's a hundred percent Mexican, dude. But anyway, we was talking like uh, I can't fucking remember. But he was telling me that his dad used to call him Queerin. Queerin. <laughs> Queerin. His name's Kieran, so his dad called him Queerin. I thought it was so fucking funny because never in a hundred years would I work Queerin. And I'm like, why would your dad call you that? He goes, I don't know, to make me like, if he wouldn't make me mad, he'd call me Queerin. I'm like, how old were you when he called you that? He goes, I don't know, maybe six. (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine like a five foot three Mexican dad calling my, why would you name your kid Kieran just to turn around six years later to call him Queerin? Because you know the dad was sitting on that for at least a year or two, too. <laughs> you know when you come up with that, you're sitting on it, and you're waiting for time to use it. <laughs> I mean, he must have done something in front of his dad to engage that. I'm going to go ahead and this is this is definitely a situation where victim blaming is the right answer. He did something in front of his dad to provoke this. Maybe at, I at could five. see it. But then he said his mom also did it. And I'm like, why? <laughs> like, well, my mom, who he likes his mom. His dad's he says his dad's a dickhead. But he likes his mom. But he's like, my mom would just go with what my dad was doing. Which is, by the way, I, I respect, you know, real recognized real. That's kind of how it should be. So I think, honestly, it makes you a funnier person. Like, my parents my parents rag on me quite a bit. Um, like, they'll just, I don't know. Like, they, they definitely shit talk me. And I think it just, it makes you better at rolling with the punches and communicating with people. Like if you know somebody can joke with you like that and still at the end of the day, you know, cares about you. Uh, I think it makes you, it gives you a thicker skin. You know, you know that it's, it's, it's words really don't hurt, especially when it's coming from somebody who I guess most people would think shouldn't be doing that. It, it's, it's nice to see, Hey, look, it can happen to you. You survive and now get out there and don't cry like a journalist. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I just feel bad about Kieran cause you can tell that kid's had a fucking rough life, dude. Like, he would tell us other stories about this other job he worked at. And I don't want to go into too much detail of it, but it sucked. He had to, he had to punch a lady. <laughs> he got fired for punching a girl. <laughs> so he had to punch a lady? <laughs> yes, but see, it sounds like it's really hard 
you know, to justify that. And no, then at first, no, God, when, he was telling, when he was telling this story, I was laughing so fucking hard. And uh, I, dude, I was rolling because I'm like, how, dog, how do you punch a girl? Because you had to do it and you got fired and you shouldn't have been fired. And then he told us why. I, don't, I really don't want to say what he was, job he was working because it may be on the news for all I know because of how the story went and it would dox him pretty much. Yeah. So but it was, it, trust me, it was a justifiable, I would have also punched the girl. Okay. So <clears throat> it, it made sense when he tells the story. But, and then the, that's funny too. I just feel bad about him because he's like, you can tell he's like a good kid. He wants to do like the right thing, but he also is too scared to like, he won't go against the group. You yeah. know, he's shy kid. Yeah, I feel you. So he gets in trouble a lot, I think. And he just has his life's a little rough because he won't go against the group. Okay. Yeah. But he's he's he is funny though. Once he, he's been telling me funny some funny ass jokes, dude. One time we was all like, "Damn, we did something as a collective, as a crew at work, really smooth and efficiently. Something we don't usually do smooth and efficiently." And one of the guys said, hell yeah, we never get it like that, you know, four times in a row. Like, hell yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, damn, I know I'm getting pussy tonight. And old Queerin in the background's like, pussy's on me, boys. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you wouldn't expect a shy kid to <laughs> say the pussy's on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you should, though. It's, it seems like the shy kids are, uh, <laughs> they're, they're like, they're thinking more than they're talking. So they got some good stuff in there. I hell yeah, that. dude. Yeah. Dog, it had all of us laughing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, he's a—I uh, don't know. Yeah, like I said, he's almost—he's almost like a main character of of the work group now, just because of uh, how he started off being so shy, and now he's just fucking funny, dude. Are you saying work group as in like does this guy work on the pod with you, or does this guy work in real life job? You're saying no, this guy works in a real life job. Okay, all right. There's there's like fourteen of us who work together in a group. Any, uh, I don't know. I don't really want to get anywhere close to doxing you, but I mean, what kind of work? It's a, uh, it's manual labor. We work with power equipment okay. and manual labor outside. All right. Big dildos. Got it. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what, uh, tell me, what do you feel about, um, you like the Linux and stuff and you're saying, get out of that. Where, where, where are you in the crypto world? Is this, is this nonsense? Is this bullshit money? What's your take? I ain't got no money dog. So it, it fuck. Because they'll ask me about the stock market. I ain't into that shit either. <laughs> I ain't got no <laughs> fucking money for any of that shit. So I don't know anything about it. All right. Fair enough. All right. Uh, um, if I had money, I'd probably figure out about it. You know, if I had some money, I'd probably figure out what's. I'd probably go Monero, dude. I've used Monero. Like, I've used crypto. I used to hold like 500 bucks worth of Bitcoin. Uh, I've had a lot of Monero before, and I've been using Monero for probably what you think I was using Monero for. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, paying taxes. Lo- yeah. Y- yes, yeah, yes, sir. Paying my taxes, and uh, I do like Monero. I'd prefer Monero over Bitcoin for the Monero reason, you know. Yeah, uh, it, it feels like a private token is going to be right. the way it goes. Like Bitcoin, I love how people still think it's anonymous. Like I, I hear uh, they got the Bitcoin ATMs and the people over who they use them to um, they use them for drugs of all things. Can you believe it? But uh, I don't like. 
I don't know how the ATM one works because I guess you just stick it in cash and you're pulling out Bitcoin. I mean, maybe that's safer. I haven't looked into it. But, dude, they can trace the shit out of those addresses. Like, whoever's receiving the Bitcoin is getting traced. Like, that's so easy to do. It's like, literally, they, they think it's anonymous, but it's a permanent record. Cash right. doesn't have that. It's way less anonymous. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's a uh, paradox. Not, yes, sir. But Monero, though, let's go. Oh, shit. Hey, you Man, know what? There, one sec. I think I got right here. Let me see if I could patch this through. I think this is uh, I think this is a bad one of those calls, the fake ones. Let me see. Oh, hell yeah. Hello? 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 Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah. One sec. Let me see. Hello? I don't know. It's not fucking working. Whatever. I, I was one of those fucking random number ones. I thought we were going to get a scam live. I was like, oh, perfect, dude. I got Popo here. We're fucking with this guy. <laughs> oh, shit. Nah, didn't even pick up, though. Fuck it. Hell yeah. That would have been fucking great. I've been waiting to catch one of those during the podcast. I like the scam likely numbers. Oh, man. I want to just... I'm never near my recording equipment. Anyway, that, uh, that derailed this. Um, yeah, so... Uh, what else are we talking about? All right. Uh, yeah. So you're trolling people online. Is there any other, so you, you did that to the journalist that other time. Is there any like great trolling you've done that you're really proud of? Like what was, what was a big achievement for you in that sphere? Uh, damn. I mean, you've I done know. some great ones, but I don't ever think of it as a, Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Is the best one is that I made Sean King have to oh boy, uh, put out a statement saying he did not actually give Joseph Rosenbaum the N-word pass. Oh, yeah, you did that. I forgot about that. You made his fake account. You made an account that looked like he supposed to that. Oh, my God. That was well, great. I made a break a 911 account yep. and uh, posted it. And then it got like Ben Shapiro retweeted it. Uh and once Ben Shapiro retweets it, it's over. You know, Sean King now has to address it. Yeah. And then, dude, it was so great because it was the very next day. Sean King said, I didn't say this. I said nothing like this. This is just another right wing smear job, blah, 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 blah. He eventually deleted that tweet that he made, which sucks. But the that that is second place in my Twitter achievements. First place Jinx made a video about it. So wait, Jinx. Oh, Jinx made a video about that event. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, a dog. I made it into a Jinx vid. Let's fucking go. That guy's got some pretty good comps. Uh, yeah, I actually, so I, um, I listened to quite a bit of a range of politics kind of get a little bit of everyone. I, I attempt to get a little bit of everyone. I check in on them like at least twice a week from, you know, the auth right, the auth left, anarchist left, anarchist right, centrist, all of them. I just try to like get a take on, on a, any serious subject just to see what the general pool of ideas is. I was listening to that Ben Shapiro episode. And then when I came to find out it was you responsible for that, fucking Wait. phenomenal. Ben Shapiro talked about this on his show? I think he did. I'm like 90% sure. I, I'm 
I remember him talking about stupid takes during that. And I feel like he brought yours up during that time. <laughs> You're making me second guess myself. Like sometimes I make up events in my head by blending like things that happen on Twitter and things that like I, I listen to like, I listen on times two speed to my podcast and stuff and I don't really retain the information. It just comes at me and I have a vague understanding and I blend that with Twitter. And uh, then I go and re uh, like, I spew it back onto my show and act like it's fact. And um, it's not 90% of the time. It is just my recollection. It's like an eyewitness report on my misunderstanding of watching the news high. Hell yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, um, I remember him definitely talking about people defending Rosenbaum. And I feel like he mentioned that. I know he definitely tweeted about it. But uh, yeah, it's just great. I mean, just of that level to just to just get, have that happen. Uh, and yeah. Um, <laughs> And to know it's you. <laughs> yes, sir. Like that's more of a Ben Shapiro got than it is a Sean King because he's addressing him. But you got Ben Shapiro to believe that because like, yeah, he can't just he sees 911. And this I see people fall for this all the time. You've done other versions of this. You just change your icon to a popular Twitter account. And everyone's like, that's the guy. That's it. I, I one time uh, did that. But with Nick Sarwark, I changed my profile pic and my name to Nick Sarwark. Yeah. And I posted it was the day the FDA approved the coronavirus vaccine from Pfizer or someone. Yeah. So I posted, starting tomorrow, I'm passing legislation that you cannot be in the LP unless you've had your vaccine. Ooh. The FDA has approved it, so there's really no excuse for anyone now. Yeah. And what was funny is I had, for work, I had orientation that day. That was my, like my first day at the job. So... And I couldn't bring my phone to the orientation. So it was going to be four hours of without my phone. And I tweeted that in the parking lot before I went in. So I put my phone down in my car. You know, four hours later, I come back. I have over 500 notifications. Fuck yeah. I think like 400 people replied to it. It had like 100 to 200 quote tweets and shit. And it, it was every single one of them was someone telling me that I'm a faggot and I should kill myself. And I, and it, that's what literally every fucking tweet said. Really? And uh, dude, almost every single in some manner like that is fuck you, you kill yourself, you suck, you're a fuck, oh, just shit like that, dude. And then I'm like, dude, this is what Nick Starart goes through every single time he logs into Twitter. Why would you log into Twitter if this was the case? Why? <laughs> I hate the Nick Starart simulator. It, <laughs> it was miserable. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I was, I remember on my phone, like turning my phone on and scrolling, and it just says ninety nine plus at the bottom of my phone for notifications, and I just keep scrolling down, and it's just all unread forever. Eventually, you couldn't scroll any further. Like it comes to the end, it's like capped out at four hundred or something. And once you get to four hundred, you can't keep going. But there's still more that I hadn't seen. It's just people saying the craziest things to me. Yeah, I mean, that I, was funny though that I tricked that many people. And then Nick Sarwark had to say he didn't say that either. It's so it's funny enough if you do it so well, the person who you're making fun of has to say, "I didn't say that." Yeah, I didn't actually say that because then all the people, you know, what happens? All the people turn around and say, <clears throat> "It's bad that we all believe that you did, though." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh my God, that's so funny, though. Nick Sarwak simulator. I really, I have to believe 
he thrives off this somehow. And there's one event specifically that yeah, makes me sure. believe it. Do you remember when he posted that video of him chopping down the tree? Yeah. Yeah. He was memeing on everyone else. I yeah. I think I'm the only one who got it. Yeah. Like it, that, that I, I, I saw it that way. I'm like, oh, he's, he's into it. No, I, I definitely understood it. Like, I, well, I don't know. I guess I still had to question it. No, there's still a part of me that like, what does he think this is? Is this a good look? See, I've learned the real way to get under his skin. He doesn't care if you call him a soy boy or say that he sucks at chopping wood or anything like that. I learned the real way. The real way is to identify the uh, all the places he's getting money from in the libertarian sphere. Yeah. <clears throat> For instance, Nick Starwork has a company called Wedge Squared Strategies. And that company is a political consultant agency and the, the likes of which Ricky Harrington, who also is, uh, I think, president of the Libertarian Institute, which Nick Sarwark owns. Ricky Harrington ran for Congress, I think, in Arkansas and hired Wedge Squared Strategies and gave him, I think, $12,000. Brad Barron of Kentucky, he ran against Mitch McConnell, hired Wedge Squared, gave him $5,000. Now, what's also interesting is I believe Nick Sarwark also gets a cut, like 10% of the fundraising efforts from these guys. So he's making quite a bit of money. And there's, oh, there's more candidates that he's hired as well. Uh, I got a bunch of screenshots. We did the math and it's over like $30,000 just in 2020 alone. He made off of elections. Yeah. So the accusations of like controlled opposition are not like, they're no, in no way unfounded. This guy is 100% bought and paid for. Well, no, he's he's. I don't think he's bought and paid for. I think he's Bernie Madoffing these other guys. He's saying, "Hey, look, all these other campaigns invest in me, and we're going to give you a good return." Brad Barron got did oh, okay. so poorly that Libertarians lost ballot access in Kentucky. Yeah, Nick Sarwark still goes around saying it was a successful campaign. He got less than five percent. Brad Barron's. Come on, dude. But Nick Sark made quite a bit of money off of it. So this is this is just a grift. He's really not interested in expanding the party. He's interested in making money. And that's what I think. Oh. That's what I think. And when I told him that, then I got blocked. He never blocked me for talking shit to him before. He blocked me when I started pointing out all the money he was making. Uh, and then he blocked me instantly. I think he hit the nail on the head then. I think he didn't that, uh, he didn't even block me when I impersonated him either. He didn't block me then when I did the libertarian Nick Sarwark simulator that I just mentioned. He's probably he didn't just even pissed. have me blocked then. He's probably just pissed he didn't get those comments. It's like, where's my notifications? <laughs> yeah, maybe. But he blocked me when I mentioned those numbers, and he blocked me quick. Yeah, I think I think you really caught him there. I think that's exactly what it is. You exposed him. Well, good to have that, uh, that story broken on here. Tell you what, oh, I got yeah. I got one more solid question for you. We can talk about whatever you want after that, but let me just ask you one last thing. Definitely. Um, so you uh, actually no two things. All right, so you attack all these different sides. I want two things. Is there a a group that you're against more than anyone? And uh, I just mean like whether it be a portion of the political spectrum or just a. I mean, obviously you go after the journalists. I might think you'd say that, but. Is there is there someone that gets under your skin more than anyone? And after that, is there a specific person? Like who needs to go? Who, who's this week's Twitter? Who needs to be taken down a peg? No, I don't have like a 
one more than the other. I just do whatever's the funniest. Usually the journalists, that's the top du jour, so they're the funniest. I don't yeah. even hate them particularly more than anyone else. Yeah. And you did express that earlier. I mean, yeah, you're, you're pretty equal opportunity in the in the trolling department. But uh, it's just whoever kind of, you know, yeah. has it coming. No one today, though. Who, who are you going after after Ooh. this pod? Someone, someone recent. I mean, public school teachers is always a good one. Ooh, that is. A that, good one. They're they're always in season, in my opinion. Yeah. There are certain seasons. I think public school teachers kind of always in season. Yeah, I got a public school teacher that comes on this show every once in a while, and uh, I like him because we went on a podcast together. Um, we were guesting, and the other two hosts are talking about how teachers don't get paid, and me and him are like, "Yeah, no, they get paid enough." He's like, "Yeah, I'm fine. Like, stop saying that." <laughs> yeah, in fact, I would uh, say they get paid too much. I know three months off, and they make like I think like ten grand more than me starting. So yeah, they're fine. I'm I'm fine. They're fine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't the, get through. The thing is, the, all the public school teachers who complain are the super lefty white women, and they're only complaining because they are trying to live the bougie lifestyle of the other people who share their uh, political opinions that they're trying to emulate, and they wonder why they can't afford Jenny's ice cream so frequently as Nancy Pelosi. I know. Seriously, they're like, I, I'm out here creating a journalistic mindset, and I don't get to speak with the elites. Like. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, yeah, dummy, because you're the foot soldier. Yeah. But isn't that what you <laughs> wanted people doing? Didn't you want people being foot soldiers, getting out there? Doing, no, I'm just kidding. That is, no, that is what I want. But they need to recognize their role. I want the foot soldiers to recognize their role. Yeah. This public school teachers don't get it. That's what they are. They think they're the general. They're trying. In fact, that's what they're doing in the classroom is they're trying to be the general. They're still foot soldier. Yeah. So whenever I fucking come through, y'all stand at attention and salute me. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, uh, I'll tell you what. I got you here for almost two hours. I'm going to be uh, cognizant of your uh, your time. I know this. you're up late, like you said. Yeah, I got to do my girlfriend's taxes, believe it or not. Oof, yeah, you're running out We've of out, days for that. Know, we put it off until today. And then I also got to put up baseboard, but I'm not doing that shit. Yeah, you got like a week it. left, shit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, um, anything else you want to tell the people about? Plug anything? Uh, no, sir. All right. Well, your uh, current Twitter handle is very appropriate. I'm ban evading. One word. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, oh, hopefully hopefully we see more of you uh, on Twitter for years to come. We'll, we'll have to find that out. And if not, well, get that site going. Hell yeah. All right, that's it for Trash Talks. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Jesus. Oh, shit. You're going to be trashing other people that are on my show this whole time? <laughs>
I thought that's why I came on. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. That is why you're on. Is to be stone cold and just destroy the rest of the roster. Yeah, the I wanted Twitter roster. I wanted you for you, and that's that's why you're here. <laughs> oh my God, that's Paul Bo's music. <laughs> Certified trap hit. Because I'm a black belt at trash talk.